Today we're celebrating our parents. You're amazing folks. And we salute you today. No one can possibly count all of the sacrifices that parents make on behalf of their children. You do it without even thinking. You, you lick your hand and get the dirt off of our face without even a second thought to all the childhood diseases that you're exposing yourself to. You take off work just to be with us when we're sick. You help us with that algebra problem that even Albert Einstein couldn't have figured out when he was in the eighth grade. You sit in the bleachers that were once used as a medieval torture device to watch the third basketball game that we played this week. And we didn't even play. We sat on the bench. But you cheered us on anyway. Today we cheer you on. We thank you. You Christian parents that have done so much for us. Truth is, the most important thing you did today, when you brought your children here to church to learn about Jesus. We thank the Lord for Christian parents who take the time to bring their kids to be a part of a children's ministry and then at home help them to learn about Christ, help them to look in the Scriptures, help them to sing about the Savior. We salute you for all the good things that you do. That's the most important thing you'll do today. Deuteronomy chapter 8 concludes with the reason why. It is described in a warning that Moses gives to the nation of Israel as they prepare to enter into the promised land. Here's what Moses said in Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 19. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. Like the nations the Lord destroyed before you, so you will be destroyed for not obeying the Lord your God. The most important thing you will do today is to worship God. Now that sounds a little obvious, but folks, the ramifications of that are huge. If we fail at that, if we fail to worship God, then everything else is going to fall apart. Moses knew that was true for the nation of Israel, that they needed to worship the one true God. And so he gave them some reminders to help them to do that. First, he gave them a reminder that he has given them several times through the book of Deuteronomy, and especially in this section of Deuteronomy that we've been looking at over the past few weeks. He reminds them yet again, don't forget God. It is strange that the Bible describes in so horrific of a term, if you ever forget the Lord your God, that is followed by this atrocity of bowing down to false gods and worshiping them, bringing disaster on the nation. Now, how could anyone forget God, especially in the nation of Israel? Folks who had witnessed the ten plagues in Egypt. Folks who had seen the Red Sea part. Folks who had eaten manna from heaven. Who had drunk water from a rock in the middle of the desert. 
Forget God. It would seem like that would be the one thing they could remember. But Moses had already identified why it would be so easy for them to forget. Back in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 12, Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase and all you have is, is multiplied, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt out of the land of slavery. They would forget God when all their blessings got in the way. Which leads to this significant warning. And a devastating promise that Moses makes here in verse 19. He says, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. The past couple of years, a new camera has come on the market. 360 degree camera. These are amazing things. Now, now, most cameras before that, uh, they re- record whatever is right in front of them. You know, they, they record something that will fit on your computer screen or on a 4 by 6 print. Basically, whatever is right there in front of the camera lens. Now, these 360-degree cameras, they expand that field. Not only what's in front of the camera, but what's on the side, what's behind, what's above, what's below. Literally, when you look at these pictures, you can see everything that is around the camera, sort of like my parents when they were driving the car. They could see the traffic that was right in front of them. They could see the traffic beside them. And they could see everything that I was doing in the back seat. When I swatted my sister, they'd see it every time. No question in my mind, my mom and dad were the original 360-degree cameras. No VR headset necessary. As the nation of Israel moved forward, they needed some moms and dads who would keep them focused not only on what lay ahead, but also remember what lay behind. It's why the book of Deuteronomy makes the specific instructions for parents concerning the commands of the Lord. This is what it says in chapter 6, verse 7. Impress them, the commands of God, on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home, when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. Why so many times? Because kids forget. (laughs) Well, the fact of the matter is adults forget too sometimes. So thank you to all you moms and dads who keep reminding us, who keep bringing us to God's house to be with God's people, who keep reading us stories from the Scripture, who keep encouraging us to pray, who help us to see what it means to live a Christian life as you live out the Lord's work in your life. We forget, but you didn't. So we salute you this morning, all you parents that help your kids remember. Because forgetting is disastrous. It was for the nation of Israel. It will be for us too. But not only is forgetting disastrous, so is disobedience. In these two verses, Moses identifies two problems that would bring down the nation of Israel. The first is forgetting God. The second was in failing to obey His command. Verse 20 says, like the nations the Lord destroyed before you, so you will be destroyed for not obeying the Lord your God. 
In the next chapter, chapter 9, Moses explains the reason for the fall of the people that one day would come in the promised land. As Israel would enter into the land, they would see some amazing things happen. They would see peoples much more powerful than they were, peoples with much larger armies than theirs were, people with fortifications that were much grander than anything they could have imagined. They would see these people fall. Why would that happen? Well, Moses tells them. In chapter 9, verse 4, he says, After the Lord has driven them out before you, do not say to yourself, The Lord has brought me here to take possession of this land because of my righteousness. No, it is on account of the wickedness of these nations that the Lord is going to drive them out before you. Those nations had brought this on themselves. And what Moses says to the nation of Israel, you need to understand it's no different for you. If they forgot God, if they followed after idols and false gods, if they refused to obey God's commands, they would face the exact same fate as the nations who were going to fall before them in the promised land. And folks, so will we. My parents had several favorite sayings that I would hear from time to time. One of them I heard often was, well, what did you think was going to happen? That typically was spoken when I had in some way failed to obey my parents and that resulted in the punishment they told me was going to occur if I failed to obey them. For example, they would tell me not to argue with my sister or I would be sent to my room. And ten minutes later, when I was arguing with my sister, they would send me to the room and as I was going down the hallway towards my room, I would hear those words, well, what did you think was going to happen? Or I would be told not to throw my baseball in the house because I would break something and then I would throw my baseball anyway. I would break something and as I was cleaning it up, counting up how many weeks of allowance this was going to take to pay for this, I would hear those words once again. Well, what did you think was going to happen? Point well taken. My parents explained the offense and the punishment and I shouldn't be surprised when the offense resulted in the exact punishment that they told me. And so it was for the nation of Israel. If they allowed the blessings they were about to experience, the prosperity of entering into the promised land, if they allowed that to cause them to forget God, to begin to focus on the blessings rather than upon the one who gave them the blessings, if they failed to remember and follow His commands, what did they think was going to happen? We need to realize the same thing. Folks, these two simple concepts will revolutionize our life. Don't forget God and obey God's commands. Don't forget God. We looked at this last week. To build things into your life that will remind you constantly of God's goodness to you. Daily, take time to open God's Word and and read from the Scripture to remind you of what God has said. 
daily. Take time to pray, asking God to help you in those areas of life where you need his guidance, which is, by the way, all of our areas of life. Thanking Him for ways that He has blessed you, for ways that He has helped you, for ways that He has been there for you. Reminding you that God is always there for you. Build those opportunities into every day so that you can constantly remind yourself of the gracious and loving Lord that we serve. But don't just read God's Word For knowledge, it has some wonderful wisdom there. Don't get me wrong. But take that one step further. Don't just avoid forgetting God. Obey His commands. Or to put that another way, don't just read the Scripture. Live the Scripture. And read the Bible with that in mind. Look at God's Word seeking the way that you can take that and apply it to your life. Look for a specific way as you read through the Scripture that on that day you can do what the Bible is saying. Learn to live out the Scripture in your life. These two things. Don't forget God. And obey His commands. Today we salute you parents that help us do that. You parents that have raised us in a Christian home. You parents who have helped us to focus on the Scripture and to live the Scripture. Today we salute you and thank you for allowing God to use you in our life. And For those of us who are parents, we pray the same thing. That we will be able to do that for our children. That we will be able to to raise them in such a way that they will remember God. That they will follow His Word. Don't forget God. And obey His command. Heavenly Father, today we do pay tribute to the wonderful parents you place in our life. We thank you for Christian parents who so diligently teach their children about you, who help their children see you in them. God bless them. That's a a huge job, but so vitally important. Bless them in the task of raising their children. And God, for those of us who are parents, we ask for your wisdom and guidance as we seek to to raise our children in such a way that they will always remember you and that they will seek to obey you. And God, help us to do that in our own life. Just as the nation of Israel was warned very specifically, help us to realize that warning applies to us too. Let us never forget you. Help us to build into our life ways to always remember you each and every day. And help us follow your command. Lord, we don't just want to know about you. We want to live out your command in our lives. So help us to do that. Help us, Heavenly Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.